Well, I remember the... It'll be like an experiment, like a YouTube video. Mm. You'll smoke while... while I have it. bosses. It do, you don't have to say me. what you're doing. I will. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> have been, be honest with you. Um, I think what? that when you find out that you don't have to take the most gigantic bong rip in the world, <laughs> you might think it's okay. Yeah, that'll change a lot of things for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I blame Liz for that. Like, you went, instead of riding, <laughs> instead of, like, trying to learn how to ride a bike, you just jumped in a fucking dump truck and decided to take off. <laughs> like, it's exactly what you did. Dude. <laughs> so... Benjamin, and welcome to Die, a weekly podcast where we discuss all kinds of just fun stuff. We're going to talk about theories and maybe fairies and maybe fairy theories. Hmm. Like, for real? I, I mean, we might. Wanna, hey, I, I hey, don't do fairies. hey, don't limit yourself. Listen, as soon as you take someone else's advice on how to do something you're just limiting your experience shut the fuck up to th- you're just limiting your experience to what they know you got to do things for yourself sometimes to figure out okay you know well, maybe there's something new there for you to discover you know first of all if we were going to do an episode on fairies it would be the fae yeah and then i'd have to ask you josh if you could change your feet would you? <laughs> I definitely would. Because <laughs> they break really, all the really time. Yeah. yeah. Who knew? How many times? Uh, eight times? Uh, well, I guess eight incidents, really. But the last one was three breaks, so it's technically ten breaks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Josh's feet are not good. It's bad time. Let's not talk about my feet. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Jesse? Today we're talking about John Titter, an infamous supposed internet time traveler. I wasn't sure either. I've always heard it Titter. Um, You've heard it pronounced Titter? Yeah, I've heard it pronounced Titter. Titty? (laughs) I mean... Titter? Yeah, I didn't want to... Yeah. Titer? Uh, Titer, maybe. Teeter? Old old John Titer. (laughs) No, uh... Titer. I am Titor. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know. Maybe I've always heard it titter. He's if he's from the future, his name could be Titor. Well, but you can call into, me John. Uh, we'll get you know, It's probably how it went. It's probably how it went. I guarantee that's how it went. He showed up. He was like, "Hey, name's Titor," and they're like, "Listen, future man, um, no, that's not gonna fly." Well, <laughs> so we're gonna call you John. How about that? He never. Uh, he never spoke because this was all done over uh, very, very early internet forums. Well, yeah, but um, he had to talk to someone when he showed up. I mean, he talked to somebody. Probably. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Okay. All right. So, let's get into it. Let's get in the Wayback Machine, all right? Our own little time travel device and go way back to the year 1998. <laughs> We're talking in sync and 
Modem? Dial up? Anybody? Yeah, dial up. I got it. I knew what it was. Oh, wow, dude. That was, that was way off. <laughs> <Fucking> spaced, <laughs> I did man. not know what we were doing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said it because it all makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were man. one of those privileged kids that yeah. just moved right into the DSL, weren't you? Oh, we you lived in the sticks. Dick. Yeah. I didn't dialed. have fucking internet till I got to college. Well, wow. I, like I had DSL You're until I went to college. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. DSL was better than dial-up, yeah. man. Or no, it was the, whichever one that you couldn't use the phone during. Yeah, it was, it was dial-up. dial-up. Yeah. yeah, I had dial-up. Yeah. You pick up the phone and college. it's just like... Yeah. Yeah. And your mom's like, Hey! I'm trying to fucking Google some shit! <laughs> You're like, all right. Sorry. No, see, I always went down at like solitaire. 2 in the morning. <laughs> solitaire. And then it and takes I waited like minutes to listen. Kids, five you minutes so for boobs. Easy. You kids have it so easy. So I remember a time before the internet when it was like, if you want to know something, you just didn't get that chance to find out. You went to the <laughs> library. Well, I lived out of town, so I was like, Mom, I got a question. Like, how's a rainbow made? And she's like, Fuck off. Nobody knows. I'm like, Oh, all right. Well. I guess that solves that. So then when you get the internet, you're like, oh my God, the whole world's at my fingertips. And then it takes you literally 20 minutes to just connect. Yeah. Like you can't just press a button and you're there. Like you yeah. sit there and it's like connecting, connecting, and it makes all those horrific sounds I made earlier. And then you mm-hmm. sit there and then it dots. connects. And then yep. sometimes the little dots will go across and it'll say you connected and you'll, 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 then it starts to load your page from the top down, mm-hmm. one pixel at a time, and it's just like it's got. And then gotta, you get to do that go, every time you go to a new page. Yeah, it's got to dig through the pile of pixels and put it on the screen, and then it finds the next one and it puts that one up, and then sometimes it just quits, and then you have to reconnect. And um, it was no big deal for me to take um, literally an entire weekend. To download a song or two. I waited five minutes for pictures of boobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did that a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, so, like, especially when, like, the rents are still in the house, you know? Like, Mom, I need to use the computer for the next three hours, you know? Maybe fuck off. Don't fucking come in. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, like, sitting there, the screen's slowly, like, edging down, right? And like, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> And it's just getting ready to get to the nip, and then you hear coming down the hall, and you're like, you gotta hit the X button really quick, and you don't actually get to see anything. There's two hours down the drain. (laughs) (laughs) Mom's like, you done yet? And you're like, no, I didn't even get started. Yeah, we kept ours in a very public space. Anyone could see it at any time. No, ours was down in the basement in a corner. Where it should have been. Did you ever try uh, looking up titties on uh, dial-up computer? No. <laughs> just, just, you don't want to contribute? Just... <laughs> <laughs> no. I didn't even know they had boobs on the internet. I did what? <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, anyway... 
So, I'm going to paint the picture here, right? <laughs> you was 1998. You're laying in your race car bed. Yeah. Fucking, uh, you know, your frosted tips all gelled up. Yeah. NSYNC's playing. You got your Game Boy with Pokemans in it, right? Dale Earnhardt's not dead. Nah, yep. And, uh... Jinkos. Yeah. Jinkos, baby. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so the year is 1998, um, and this all started when, uh, okay, you know who Art Bell is on Coast to Coast AM? Yeah. 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 We had, you know, he had a section, uh, where people could call in, um, shit, what was it called? Open, open, uh, open timelines? Open bobs? Anyway. Send the um, vagine, open bobs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> during during this, he got a message from someone calling himself uh, calling himself John Titter, and he I'm, claimed I'm to be go from out, the future. I'm gonna say it's probably pronounced Teeter. I just want to say. Okay, that. let's let's do. I'm, I'm gonna say Titter. Titter doesn't sound like a name. Okay, fine. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a real name. John Teeter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. You know, John Teeter comes in and claims to be from the future. This was sent in by fax. Yeah, and for those of us, for those of you that don't know what a fax machine is, I'm going to be honest with you, I was <laughs> alive when they were a big deal and I still don't fucking know what they do. So, <laughs> so fax is short for facsimile, which is like a copy. So it scans your document and then sends the data across telephone lines to another machine that interprets the data and prints a facsimile of the document you scanned. So like a long-distance copier, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. We still use them Yeah, yeah work all the time. I don't them. know why oh, anyone God. does, but... <laughs> um, so, he... Uh, faxed in this message which uh, Art Bell read on air uh, and this is a condensed version would you like me to read it? Yes. Yeah, yeah read okay. it. Okay. Now I'm going to be honest with you, this John Teeter guy reminds me of a wannabe John Connor I'm going to I'm gonna channel my inner uh, John Connor-esque thing here <clears throat> Are you John Connor? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I had to fax when I heard other time travelers calling in from any time past year 2500 AD. Please let me explain. Time travel was invented in 2034. Offshoots of certain successful fusion reactor research allowed scientists at CERN to produce the world's first contained singularity engine. The basic design involves rotating singularities inside a magnetic field. By altering the speed and direction of rotation, you can travel both forward and backward in time. Time itself can be understood in terms of connected lines. When you go back in time, you travel on your own original timeline. When you turn the singularity engine off, a new timeline is created due to the fact that you and your time machine are now there. Living flesh over a metal endoskeleton. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then it it, kind of goes... So right away he establishes that basically time travel isn't... um, on one string, you know, you go backwards on the string, forwards on the string, you hop to a different timeline altogether where you, the events that are going to take place, take place, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Which, uh, there's a theory for that, and I'll get to that in a minute. 
then he goes on. Um, some interesting outcomes are, one, you meet yourself. Oh, shit, sorry. <clears throat> some interesting outcomes of this are, one, you meet yourself. <laughs> I've done it often, even taken a younger version of myself along for a few rides before returning myself to the new timeline and be going back to mine. Two, you can alter history in the new universe that you've just created. Most of the time, the changes are subtle. Sometimes, I'll notice a call models that don't exist or books that come out late, like Berenstein Bears. Yep. It's all fucking coming together. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it was also discovered that anyone going forward in time from my 2036 hit a brick wall in the year 2564. Please pray that we discover the reason why there's no apparent future after 2564. Hit a wall, Coming to eh? a theater near you this <laughs> summer. Um, so yeah, uh, he described a Y2K disaster, uh, that would leave, ba- leave people frozen to death, uh, a government instituting martial law, power facility in Denver destroyed by a mob, and a communal government system sprouting out of the chaos. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, exactly. Um, he also wrote another one, um... Glad you're back. Fax this information to you the day before you left the air. I wanted to make sure it wasn't lost in the shuffle, so I'm sending a gift. Technical difficulties. I wanted to make sure it wasn't lost in the shuffle, so I am sending a gift. As I said then, I'm a time traveler. I've been on this world line since April of this year and plan to leave soon. Typically, time travelers do not purposefully affect the world lines they visit. However, this mission is unusually long and I've grown attached to some of the people I've met here. Um, he goes on to, uh, to send some other stuff, but, uh, the majority of John Teeter's information comes from, uh, on the Time Travel Institute forum. Mm. Um, the very, very first post was in November 2000 under the name Time Travel underscore zero. And then he moved over to the Art Bell forums under the pseudonym John Teeter. So was that was that him that made that original post on? The yes, uh, in 1998, the fax was sent. Okay, um, that was his first claim, and then he moved in the year 2000 to a forum, um, and then in 2001 to another. Or, uh, no. So now is he actively time traveling to these years? That's what he says. Um, so oh. he basically ha- he's on a mission and he time travels back and then stops off in certain years. He posted until late March 2001 and then quit. Never posted again. And, I mean, what was he doing? Was he, like, stopping off the local library and accessing the computer or what? I mean, uh, I mean, I don't really I don't really know. I don't think he... He was always super vague about shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so, sounds totally legit. So what yeah. was his purpose being here was it to obtain a computer was that yes yes so the entire yeah he claimed to be a soldier from the year 2036 and lived in tampa florida and was sent in back in time by the government to the year 1975 to retrieve an ibm 5100 computer uh they needed it to uh, run debugs on like legacy computer programs and stuff like that said that he would he claimed he was personally chosen due to his paternal grandfather being directly involved in the assembly and programming of the IBM 5100s. So I don't know anything about that specific model of computer. 
Are we talking about like some gigantic retro computer here? Um, you know that's a good question. I think they were one of the first like like desktop models. Yeah, like yeah. I don't think they were just the trying to imagine him like shoving this thing into ass. his time machine, <laughs> <laughs> just like stuffing it down his pants. No, yeah. no, he's got this weird lump trying to go get it checked out. Don't worry about me. Yeah. So it, he was hand selected by the government because his grandpa helped develop the computer. Yes. So they were yes. like, "Listen, we know you don't know jack shit about it. It's just really symbolic, okay? <laughs> we're just we're we're trying to be like those guys, you know." Well, it's maybe like, it was yeah. Maybe it was something <laughs> about he could pass off as his grandpa or something. Maybe it looked a lot like him. I don't know. He never really yeah. did much detail. But the IBM yeah. fifty one hundred. You've probably seen them in really old shows. It's basically a keyboard, um, like all the, and monitor all in one. Yeah, but the monitor's like four inches tall. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, little yeah. bitty off to the left, and then the drives on the right. Yeah, I've seen those things. Yeah. So I've read that he had like inherent knowledge of that model of the computer to support the claim that he was related to this individual and somehow knew yes. all of this. Yes, he possessed extensive knowledge of it. Um, Unpublicized knowledge. Yeah. Leading his grandfather... Told him? Told him, yeah. (laughs) Sit him down and train him. Listen, son, I helped build this here computer, and I'm going to tell you about all the ins and outs, because that's certainly not dry talk, okay? (laughs) It's going to be real interesting, and you're going to sit down... And your little eight-year-old mind ain't gonna wander off or nothing. You just gonna soak it all up, all right? Grandpa makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Start him young, you know? Yeah, yeah. Get him used to it. The fact that he knew so much about the computer lay, led many to believe that he was actually a computer scientist or that he knew someone, um, which we will get to later because obviously there are people that for some reason... Just don't buy that he was a time traveler. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't. I can't imagine. I don't see. I don't see why not. I mean, so I don't he chose forums as his platform to warn us of impending doom. Right. All right. Not much has changed in eighteen years. <laughs> <laughs> so is he still around or what? Well, he went back to his timeline supposedly. Because uh, he stopped posting and never really gave an update. The r- reason that he stopped in the year 2000 um, was to see family that were alive back then and to collect okay. things uh, from before the Civil War that would later take place. He was very keen on warning people about Crutzfield Jacobs syndrome that was being spread through beef and trying to avoid the upcoming Second Civil War. Uh, He also believed in aliens and said that they were still unexplained in his time and posited that they may be time travelers from further ahead in time than he was. He also said there was going to be like a gigantic World War III, right? Yes, he did. He did. I will get to that right now. Yeah, because he made all kinds of predictions about shit and none of it came true. Right. I was reading earlier that that they wrote a book on him. 
they wrote oh, yeah. like a play on him. Oh god, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's even an anime that involves yeah, him as well. Yeah, that was the third one. <laughs> so he described his time machine on several occasions. He described it early on as a stationary mass, temporal displacement unit powered. Or god, that was. Hang on. It was a stationary mass temporal displacement unit powered by two topspin dual positive singularities, producing a standard offset Tipler sinusoid. Words. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So me using yeah, my that sounds loose... like science to me. Look, man, I played a lot of video games, watched a lot of movies. So basically, it stays in one place, and it's powered by two, basically positively Titties. spinning black holes. I was close. You were very close. Um, All sounds like science to me, brother. The earliest post was very explicit, saying it contained the following. Two magnetic housing units for the dual micro-singularities. An electron injection manifold to alter mass and gravity of the micro-singularities. A cooling Mm -hmm. and x-ray venting system. Gravity sensors or a variable gravity lock. Four main cesium clocks. And three main computer units. So either he really was a computer genius or he was working with someone who was mm-hmm. or he was a time traveler because at that time you, you certainly couldn't have like Googled those items and known to put them in such a list. But you could have Get- pulled them out of your ass if you read enough science fiction and stuff. You think at that time? I mean, I don't have a doctorate or anything, but I'm pretty sure I could spew something out my ass that's but made it sound like I are knew they, a thing Are they real two. items? Uh, no. Oh, they're not? No. Like, there's no such thing as a variable gravity lock that we know of. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, right. So, I mean, the guy could be just, full of shit. Yeah. I mean, he's basically, like, two Most magnetic housing likely. units for the dual micro-singularities, basically two black holes contained in a magnetic housing not a thing we have yet right yet i mean that we know of that we know of mitch on a small scale (laughs) well can't they make they can make black holes at the large hadron collider right Right. uh they can make like micro 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 singularities which i mean it does say that they are micro singularities so maybe i don't know um but then he kind of changes his story a little bit from what i understand it was installed in the rear of an oh no Never mind. It was installed in the rear of a 1967 Chevy Chevrolet Corvette. God, that's hard to say. Uh, convertible. And then he later mentioned a 1987 truck having four-wheel drive. So they just choose specifically vehicles to put these into. Yeah. I guess. If that isn't a Back to the Future stab, I, I don't know yeah, what I it is. Yeah, ripping. I didn't want to say yeah. it. <laughs> What's the uh, the DeLorean? Is that it? Yeah. 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 He just I was waiting for you to say DeLorean, and I was like, ha! I was going to be like, ha! That's real <laughs> funny. But you didn't say it, and then I was like, oh, he's serious. Okay. So did he say anything about how it operated? Um, yeah, he did. Um, you got to hit 666 <laughs> miles per hour. Satan! No, I, he did... I think he said something. Pulled it out of his... Okay, he... Never really went into um, specifics on how it worked. He did kind of explain... Okay, so he used the many worlds interpretation of quantum physics. um, Okay. Which is, like I was saying, there's not one timeline, there's many. 
right. sort of like sort of like interdimensional hopping more so than uh, time, time traveling. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's how he explained how it all worked. Well, I want to know how he drove this truck from from one dimension to exactly. another. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right into the future, Just boy. Just right into nine and three quarters. Just right into the wall. <laughs> Drive your punt front porch through the universe. Through the universe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, so, a few of his predictions. <laughs> and I love his defense for why none of them came true. Because he warned us. By golly. Okay, yeah. yeah, So basically, (laughs) basically, he made all these predictions and then said, oh, hey, if none of them come true, then it means that my job worked. You're welcome. This internet forum was successful. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) You ungrateful pussies. You don't know the fucking work that went into this. You don't fucking know what I had to sacrifice. Meanwhile, he's sitting on the couch, like, cramming potato chips into his face. <laughs> now he's giving it the old uh, Mountain Dew Doritos in the blender trick. That's what his time machine runs on. Oh, God. Uh, A very, fuel. very specific That's how ratio. you actually make a black hole. Yeah. yeah. The nacho cheesier Dorito chips to the classic Mountain Dew. You've got to hit that pivotal ratio. Blended at a very specific speed for a very specific amount of time and then inject it straight into your asshole. It's called that's how you bypass the whole vehicle. Yeah, 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 that's how you time travel, folks. (laughs) Try it at home. It's called the devil's triangle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so the predictions. Okay, so the predictions. Let's see, there would be a civil war. That began in 2004 after the presidential election, which would lead to civil unrest and multiple Waco-like events, eventually leading to all-out war in 2008. And apparently this would be on everyone's front doorstep, more or less. Didn't he say there was going to be like one a month that just kept building yeah, in Yeah, it would get magnitude. worse every month. Yeah. Yep. As a result, the U.S. would split into five regions based on various factors and military strategy. And this would end in 2015 with a brief but intense World War III. Which, coincidentally, sounds exactly like any time I have intercourse. Hmm. So. That sounds complicated. So, did he say anything about what parties would be involved? Like, alliance-wise and with, with the new World War III? No, nah, he was super vague about it. Like real vague. All his predictions were like something bad's I mean, if he's gonna happen. Making this other shit up. Why not be specific? I know, right? If because he already made the argument bulletproof by saying, "Well, it's not gonna happen." All right. Because I'm right, gonna right. do good, you know. So I foresee cats, <laughs> bananas, DeLoreans, but not anymore. Because I told you. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly. Fried pickles. Suddenly tomorrow. (laughs) And your omnipotent being voice is good. Is it? good, yeah. That's quality. It's like my regular guy voice. No, it wasn't. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, He, okay, so World War III was basically a nuclear exchange all over the world. Full out nuclear war. He referred Just to like, it as in-day. Like, uh, like those buddy book stands. They've got like free books. Take a book, leave a book. 
nuclear exchange, right? <laughs> yeah, have a nuke, take a nuke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome to the party. Leave a nuke, take a nuke, yep. share a nuke, pass a nuke around. New nukes in the back, old nukes in front. We're trying to recycle these boys, you know. All single nukes on the patio, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no pants half hour. <laughs> it's a nuke-free zone out here. If you've got nukes in your pants, better go outside. Oh, this is a side note completely, but we're about to stop recycling in St. Louis. What? Like, indefinitely, yeah. Why? It's not cost-effective. Because it's not cost-effective. Ain't nobody want to buy the recycled shit anymore. So we're literally just stopping for a while till the market evens up. It's cheaper for companies to use raw resources than recycled ones. Yeah, and China stopped accepting our super contaminated trash, so. We are so fucked. <laughs> we're all yeah. going to die. But until then, we Yeah, evidently in like firestorms that sweep the country. Yeah, the scientists are getting real ballsy with their description of like what's coming. Yeah. So like, look, we tried to like ease it onto you to try and not cause mass hysteria, but you're not getting it clearly. So let us draw it out in very specific detail. They're like, you can expect yearly firestorms during the summers, starting as early as 2040, if you don't get your shit together right now. Millions will die. Yeah, millions will die. The firestorms will wipe out your crops. People will have nothing to eat. Not only will you die in a fire, but if the fire doesn't get you, starvation will. So, um, and sure. And so spoketh the scientist. Sure. Keep but, on keeping on. But right? how much money can I make until that happens? Hey, man. Probably you a make, lot. Yeah. Probably make all of it, yeah. really. Okay. And then keep going. And then the fire will also claim that from you. Yeah, but, but I'll have money. Yeah. So, and you won't so, have money, and that's that makes yeah. me happy. So you know, I've I've got a, I've got a saying I've said about money. You you can't eat it, you can't talk to it, and you can't fuck it. It's really only good for spending. So people that have a lot of it, it's like why? Why do you got that much? You don't spend that much. It's only good for spending. Why do you got that much? You can't eat it. You can't eat it. And eventually, when it becomes worthless. You're gonna wish you could. Well, you're gonna try to eat it. Those and are you're the people. Be a sad, sad, sad boy. Those are the last people that are gonna care. But so recycling nukes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's recycle them, boys. Yes, it's nuke social. <laughs> so, uh, he refers to this nuclear exchange or the day that all the nukes went off as in day, nipple oh. day. <laughs> yeah, for t- yeah. Hitter. Um, Hitter's nipple day. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he just called it in day, but never said why it was in day. I guess nuke day, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it mentions that D.C. and Jacksonville, Florida, were hit directly by nukes. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville specifically. Yeah, I don't know why the fuck anyone would want to hit Jacksonville. Um, Omaha, Nebraska becomes the new United States capital. What? That's gay. Which, I mean, would kind of make sense. It's in the middle of the country. That's pretty safe. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it matters anymore. Um, He was vague as to the cause of World War III, but mentioned that overpopulation and border clashes fueled it. And he pointed to the clash between the Arabs and Israelis as not a cause, but a milestone that precedes the war. Right. 
says he joined a unit called the Fighting Diamondbacks at age 13 in the year 2011, which was a shotgun infantry unit based in Florida. And he was with it for at least four years. However... So hang on. Yeah, there's a lot of numbers there. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Let me think about this. So so this little asshole was born in 1998? No. Or wait. Yeah. I suppose so. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, it was... Yeah. Born in 1998... So the war breaks out in 2008, right? So when he was posting on these message boards, he was technically alive. Yeah, he said he went back in time to visit family. And that he had met himself. And taken himself for some joy rides. Yeah. He would have been like two. Yeah. But I mean, he's done all kinds. It didn't necessarily mean that specific time. So like we should be able to find this guy, right? Technically. Have have records of him? Technically, yeah. Technically, but... He's from Florida. But he used a pseudonym. But that's assuming he's not completely full of shit. Oh, right. Right. No, I'm just saying, this this is like... Yeah, theoretically, he should exist in this universe. Yeah. Right? Currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should, yeah. 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 Unless you go with his interpretation of the many timelines, which maybe he doesn't even exist in this universe to begin with. But he was visiting family, right? Yeah, he was. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. I have no <laughs> answers for you, Josh. Come on, man. All right. Okay. Now, however, he would later say that he hid from the war, mm-hmm. but was never clear on exactly, was he hiding from the war, meaning, oh, I forgot that I said I was part of the war, or did he just mean he joined up and then, like, sat in the bushes and shit his pants? I'll tell man, you this. What if? He should have hid from the war on drugs. <laughs> yeah. What if he fudged and, like, came to the wrong realm and, like, all this shit actually happened somewhere else? He, like, thought he came back <laughs> he to the right one. Up, <laughs> he, like, wrong. Told the entirely wrong universe. It's like any minute now. <clears throat> any minute now. Wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> Looks down at his watch. He's like, ah! Shit! That's why he was hiding. Because in the future, they're like, yeah, everything should be fixed here. Come on now. <laughs> really? Anytime now. <laughs> should start fixing some things. Guys, I think I fucked up. <laughs> so he couldn't go back. That's why he had to hide. That's pretty much uh, John Teeter in a nutshell. Um, as far as his predictions, what he was all about, and everything like that. Now, let's get into who John Teeter probably actually was in real life. Yeah. So... An Italian television program called Voyager. Um, I'm not even going to try to say it because it's in Italian. Mm-hmm. I confini di della conoscenza. Oh, you tried it. <laughs> uh, yeah. they, aired, yeah. they aired the results of an investigation of John Teeter in May 19th, or on May 19th, 2008. Private investigator Mike Lynch found no registry evidence, past or present, of any individual named John Teeter. He did, however, identify the John Teeter Foundation, a for-profit company formed on September 16, 2003, with no office or address other than a rented P.O. box in Kissimmee, Florida. An IP address connected with Teeter also geolocated to to Kissimmee. In 2009, a report by John Houston of the Hoax Hunter website named a Larry Haber who was a Florida entertainment lawyer, as the CEO of the foundation, the John Teeter Foundation. 
an entertainment yeah, lawyer. Does that yeah, mean, he like, was on television or something. Um, I'm not really sure. Or was he a lawyer for like entertainment companies? Like entertainment companies. That's how I took it. Right. Uh, Lynch concluded that Haber and his brother Maury Haber, a computer scientist. Ah. were very likely the men behind John Teeter, whom they actually introduced in 98 on the Art Bell program, accompanied by different predictions, including chaos through the Y2K bug. You know, we went over all that. Mm-hmm. He also reported that John Teeter is a registered trademark with the United States Patent and Trademark Office. What the fuck? Yes. So, okay. signs point to a hoax. And he's been all over the place in... I mean, people have been... There's so many websites dedicated to this shit. There's one that keeps track of every single prediction he made, tries to make a timeline of the events, tries to recreate the world that he's from, all this stuff. Um, There's a ton of things, like apparently in their future, they're very conservative. Um, They dress very plainly. Kind of like... I don't know, it sounded more like Hunger Games to me. You know, kind of thing. trademarking that thing, the name, sounds like a move a lawyer would make. Yep. It does, doesn't yep. it? So, like, in the future, mm-hmm. if there's any money to be made off of this, mm-hmm. you own the rights. Yep. So, yep. Yep. And that uh, anime that I had mentioned earlier was called Steins Gate, and it featured John Teeter. Um, it took place during when John Teeter was on the message boards, and the main character, like, interacts with them um it was about basically cern and them inventing the black they invented time travel and were using it to like rule the world and shit i don't know i watched like eight episodes of it all i remember is this guy like sending cheese back in time or something in a microwave (laughs) that's like all i remember but so chances are what's your favorite anime show jesse my favorite yeah what's your favorite one it's like too many let's see darker than black is really good um full metal alchemist brotherhood's awesome i really like tokyo ghoul yeah i've heard good things about tokyo ghoul it's really fucking good dude you should give it a shot it doesn't have any you ever watch uh well it doesn't have that you ever watch kite? In it. huh you ever seen kite kite no well tokyo ghoul doesn't have any of that any of that chibi shit that you hate yeah in it. god damn that's stupid yeah i don't get it even so, it's 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 like a childish thing, right? Yeah. So I get it. A lot of kids appeals to a lot of kids. Even when I was a kid, I was like, "This is like I was almost embarrassed to be caught watching it." <laughs> you know, it's like, "What the fuck is happening?" So I don't know. Yeah, but then like the shit that they throw it, they throw it into like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is not a show that kids should watch. Right. Like there's an episode in that that has scarred me for my entire fucking life. Is it the fucking dog person? Yes, thing? it's the fucking dog yeah. person. God damn it, yeah, dude! Man. Sometimes I Isn't wake up this... in the middle of the night just covered in sweat. <laughs> Kill me! Kill me, please! <laughs> oh god damn! That's what it should have been saying. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh. All right, so that's that's pretty much um, it for John Teeter, an old time traveling flash in the pan that just never seemed to really burn out all the way. Um, now what? So I feel like if anyone pulled off a hoax this well, most of them wouldn't be able to keep themselves from trying to bring it up again. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I would, I'm surprised that it hasn't. There haven't been any new posts or you know, something. But 
also, I do think now it would be a lot easier for someone to track him mm-hmm. or, you know, immediately locate where this person was. Yeah, and that's that's a lot of why he got away with what he said and did and stuff is because the internet was so new that yeah. nobody knew how to track IP addresses and shit like that. And no one expected anyone to be pre- pretending to be anyone else. Exactly. It exactly. was in its infancy. Just a product of the times. You probably couldn't do this shit now. Although yeah. I say that and then we have shit like QAnon. So... <laughs> fucking slenderman oh god um so yeah that's that's pretty much it in a nutshell uh do you guys have any theories about john teeter what he could have been what he was up to what he was all about i think that a time traveler never would have behaved the way that he behaved right i don't think they would have made themselves uh so known yeah i don't think it would have been as public yeah like, i don't think it, he, he would have done his business and left first, if if yeah. he wanted to warn anyone i think he would have gone to some direct individuals who mattered not the government <laughs> skip the government you want to get shit done skip working with the <laughs> government go right to the source but also mm-hmm. not all the weirdos writing on forms for time travel websites yeah. right so yeah Unfortunately, it sounds like we're on the same page about this one being bullshit. Sounds like a pretty. I mean, I'll give I'll give the guy credit. It was well probably planned. fake. Yeah, it's it it took a lot of effort. You know, it was a pretty well planned out thing, including the copyright. It's getting a lot of attention. Obviously, we're still talking about it twenty years later. I mean, kudos to these guys. If it's fake, it's fake. Come on, it's fake. Shut up. Don't even talk to well, me about your fucking. Whatever. I don't want to hear it. It's fake. Kudos to the lawyer uh, and his computer science brother. Now, I would agree with you, except this just makes way too much sense. You see, I think that he's right about everything that he said. I think that he helped us avert all of these disasters because... Clearly. In 1998, I was eight years old. And you know what I remember reading? Around that time, Josh? What? The Berenstein Bears. <laughs> That's true. I wonder if... And I think when he changed everything, it did it. I wonder if anyone looked into the suspected individual they think who did this, the lawyer, or the brother, right, who's the computer engineer? Yeah. Like, did yeah. they look yeah. into any of their relatives? Like, to see if any of them were also computer engineers or a grandfather involved in the military? I don't know. I doubt it. Probably not. <laughs> no, I mean, from what I'm seeing here, it just looks like they were like, oh, this fucking guy's got all this shit trademarked. Yep. Well, I'm sure go. anyone with the time and resources to look into something like this probably, like, glanced at the case file and they were like, uh, no. No. I'm, no, I'm not going to look into that. What are you fucking retarded? <laughs> no. No, of course not. I think... I think that maybe there is just something to that. I think maybe he did go back and change time. And that's why the Mandela effect is a thing that keeps rippling outwards. Hmm. So with the time travel thing, I heard um, there's, there's a theory with it. The exact second that time travel became possible, any and every... Thing that could possibly be changed would happen all at once. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. 
obviously time travel's not possible for us yet. So what what year did he say time travel started happening? 2034? Uh, I believe it was 2036. 2036? Or no, wait. 20, 2054, I think. 20 I don't remember. Hell. Well, if we're still around, you might just fucking die all of a sudden. Because maybe he went back and something happened and your medicine you need to live as a fucking 70-year-old man just doesn't exist anymore. And it's like you've never taken it before in your life and then you're just going to fall over fucking dead right there. Why not? Why not? All the changes are going to happen all at once. The fucking instant time travel's possible. All the things happen. So he actually, Cat, uh, to answer your earlier question, I completely skimmed over this. He, he does go into detail about how time travel works with his device. Let's hear it. By using two micro-singularities in close proximity to each other, it is possible to create, manipulate, and alter the curve fields to create a Tipler gravity sinusoid. This field can be adjusted, rotated, and moved in order to simulate the movement of mass through a donut-shaped singularity and into an alternate world line. Thus safe time travel right i mean the guy does know how to make it sound like he's, he knows what he's talking he's about he's churching up that speak pretty mm. good he also mm-hmm. said that the time machine was created by general electric which i think is funny yes because clearly it's going to be tesla <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> right tesla never yeah did died. he say anything about them uh no a bit not a fucking word not a word not a, word. Not a fucking word all right Guy's a quack. <laughs> All right. So. Did he say anything about Donald Trump being the president? No. And actually, uh, it's kind of funny you mention that. A lot of people think that that is um, the, election the he was talking Mandela about. effect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, it's the, how is that the Mandela effect? Uh, that the reason that the Mandela effect is um, half the population is, refuses no, to believe that that's no, their president it's proof it's proof <laughs> that our timeline got fucked up <laughs> oh I see that's just what people that's just what people think but shit started going bananas okay so I think um, I, I do like this little bit of um, information that John Teeter gives us and I think it can help us all in our daily lives. Just something to think about when you're out and about. I don't think he helped me at all. No. Listen. This is this is what he said. Um, this was mm-hmm. from a February 2005 interview in Hustler magazine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you want to survive the coming conflict, learn to let fear keep you alive. Too many of you turn off the life-saving natural instincts and premonitions when it's convenient. The same person who has five deadbolt locks on their door will think nothing about getting into a parking garage elevator with a total stranger. If you want to live, keep your eyes open. Solid you know, advice. That, I don't know. That sounds like something who's never been in that kind of situation would say. What, never been in an elevator? In like a like a fear invoked situation, you know what I mean? I don't know. I think he's just saying that you need to always be aware. But he's he's really really doctoring up his verbiage. He's on fucking TV. So this is a guy that reads too many science fiction novels. One hundred percent. Probably watches a little too much TV. I I don't know. I feel like he has no fucking idea what he's talking about. Kind of like with the time travel thing. He's just going to use a lot of flashy language, and you're going to be like, oh, holy shit. 
this guy knows what he's talking about. I don't buy it. I think he's a fucking quack. Maybe. And maybe he just saved the world. So, I was just reading about his idea of the superverse and mm-hmm. to just give it an image for you to understand a little better. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine a plot at the center. Did you ever do, like, fundraisers when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. And, like, I always wanted to fucking win the fiber optic toy. Yeah. I wanted one of those so bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's saying it's like a fiber optic thing. So, like, you've got this single plot, and then it just, like, branches out into, like, hundreds and thousands and millions of other plots, like strands on a fiber optic. And some of them travel on indefinitely, but some of them end abruptly. And so you just have, like, this mass branching out from one center point. Hmm. That's interesting. That is interesting. Well, keep in mind... The lawyer and the um, computer scientist brothers obviously have to be pretty intelligent people, right? Right. And being brothers, I know I've got one of those. Um, My brother and I, we spent a lot of time in our youth fantasizing about one thing or another, um, you know, putting together what ifs, like, hey, if we ever get older, we need to, you know, we could do this and we could do this together. I feel like this is probably just one elaborate, oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. you know, when we get older, we need to do this, this, and this. And these guys are intelligent enough that they can sling the lingo. Right. They can convince you that the fucking, you know, double singularity twin engine fucking right. fist cockula they've got on top of the goddamn dongle fucking skungle dingus, <laughs> you know, it, it, that's... That's that's how they get between point I mean, A and point it's B. It's innate to being a lawyer. It's what you do. You use yeah, words. Yeah. Call it a confuserizer. But regardless, I thought the fiber optic thing was cool. I don't care if it's like a you know something a kid. It made is a up. cool it's, idea. It's the imagery is nice. Yeah, I, li- I like that. But yeah, so the whole thing's most definitely bullshit. Yeah. This is when we play like the game <laughs> show buzzer. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, John Titter. All right, so, um, yeah, go ahead and wrap us up, Jesse. All right. Oh, yeah, that's Jesse. <laughs> I'm going to wrap you up in a... No, it's not. Wrap you up in a little doggy bag to go. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it's John Titter. Titer. Titter. Title. Um, of the future. Bridger of Time gaps. traveler extraordinaire. Smasher of realms. Traverser of the great beyond. Traveler of time and space. You can call me John. (laughs) John Teeter. (laughs) And this is my friend Sam Totter. Um, That's a bad joke. (laughs) So, uh... (laughs) Alright, yeah. um, You said it. You know what, Josh? I'm gonna go ahead and call it. I'm gonna say this guy was the original space prick. Yeah. Yeah. Four space pricks for space pricks. There was a guy named Titor from Space Prickia. <laughs> My story begins at the dawn of time. Patient Zero, Space Prick Plague. All right, I guess I'm gonna explain the uh, music we've got going on. Yeah, what do we got? What do we got today? What kind of old what do we have jam for? do we have? Well, this group is called Born with Open Eyes. Guys, that's that's an okay name. Right, but I feel like a more fitting title. This is a metal group. I feel like a more fitting title might have been 
born without eyes. <laughs> that's pretty metal. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's they, pretty fucking. Metal. Are they Jesusy? Born with open eyes is okay. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. So it says here, formed in 2010 by guitarists Eric Johnson and Alex Katorkis. Born with open eyes hails from Newark, Delaware. After a few lineup changes, they acquired drummer Dan Gaganon and vocalist Brad Dubois. Both of those guys sound very French. Um, to complete the quartet and hone in on the sound they were looking to achieve. Um, if you like bands like Oceano, The Black Dahlia Murder, Infant Annihilator, Thy Art is Murder, and uh, others like those, then you'll like these guys. Um, their debut album dropped on October 12th, 2018. You can find them on some social medias. You can find them on the Facebooks. You can find them on the Instagrams. At B W O E blow blow official. <laughs> um, we'll they also it. have a Bandcamp page. This track's called "Dead Flowers and Faded Portraits." Suck my feet. Okay, bye. Bye.